Every secret of a writer's soul, every experience of his life, every quality of his mind is written large in his works. Virginia Woolf. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. We spoke last episode about how to build a brand around your books and including your series and making sure that your books stand out on the shelf. One of the best ways to make sure those books get into the hands of the right readers is to build an author brand as well. This is especially important if you plan to write more than one series, multiple books, standalones. Having your author brand can help you get those books out there, whether or not they're connected to your other books. So if I told you right now that Brandon Sanderson was writing a psychological thriller, would you buy it? Absolutely, I would. What if he was writing a romance? Probably. (laughs) It doesn't really matter what Brandon Sanderson writes. Lee Hole will read it. Yes. If you want to know a little bit more about author brand, you can look back at our episode in season 12, episode two, where we talked about building your author brand. And if you really like that episode and you want more like that, all of season 12 is a great understanding of how to market not only your book, but yourself. And I especially think that every author should listen to episode one, which is target audience. You can also look at season four, episode eight in our Writer's Toolbox series, where we talked about working with other writers. Working with known writers in your genre will help you build that brand. And in our first Frequently Asked Questions series, we had What's in a Name, which includes a discussion about pen names. We will be doing more about this in February as well, so keep an eye out for those episodes upcoming. So in this particular workbook, you won't use it just for the novel you're working on, but you use it to develop your name in the world. So let's get into the notebooks themselves. The first thing that we have in this is the author tagline. Not every author has this, but it's a great way to give a quick, fast impression of exactly the type of stuff you write. This isn't necessary. I don't have an author tagline personally because I started writing fantasy and then actually published murder mystery and now I'm writing fantasy again. So there's not really a tagline that sums up everything that I write. We also have a section in here for you to put down possible pen names before you decide on what your pen name will be. The biggest question you have to ask yourself is, Do you even need a pen name at all? A lot of people, your name is your brand. If you are a teacher and you're writing books about teaching, do not use a pen name. If you're a female, like myself, writing in an overwhelmingly masculine field, I abbreviated my name in order to obscure my gender. If you have a last name that can be confusing or easily misspelled, consider a pen name. That's why I didn't use my married name. Another section that we have in this book is a place for you to list similar authors. People already out there known best-selling authors that are in your genre that your writing can 
easily be compared to? So when I reach out to people and say, hey, if you like the Jack Reacher series, you're going to love my writing style. That lets them know immediately the type of flavor to expect. They know that they're not going to get a bunch of time wasted on looking at trees. Don't just put your favorite author in that genre. Look at authors with a similar writing style. Something you will hear me say in a lot of this environment is how do the big boys do it? So understanding the big boys and how they've successfully reached out to their readers, it'll help minimize the learning curve because these authors are already successful. This is also a place where you can jot down ideas for reaching out to co-author, seeing if you can work with those other writers in any possible way, get your foot in the door, jot down ideas for reaching your target audience. If they get too far away from the original target audience, then you might consider a pen name, which means you will need more than one of these workbooks to get through it. And then, of course, social media. In this section, we include a place for you to create ideas for your website, explore what domain names are available for a website, We encourage you to build this around your author name instead of your series names, because again, if you're branding as your author and you want to write multiple books, this is the best way to do that. We'll also include a place for you to put all of those places where you can find your books, places that you've published them online, so you can keep track and make sure that when you do reach out and promote your books, people know where to get them. We also have spots for you to fill out what your usernames are for other social media sites. We have the big ones in there like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. These are things that, especially if you're looking to traditionally publish, they're going to want to be able to see what your fandom looks like, how active you are on social media. We encourage you to try to make them as similar as possible on all of them. If you can make them the same on all of them, that is best. So on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can find me at Lehull Author. And then we'll also include space on here for you to jot down marketing strategies, ideas for how to build your presence on the different social media platforms. And knowing where your target audience is will help you know which of these to invest your time into. My target audience tends to be a little bit older. I'm investing most of my time in Facebook. My target audience tends to be a little bit younger, so I'm focusing mostly on Instagram. A website is another good place for people to have a place to send you praise. Maintaining that contact with your fandom between books is essential to making sure they come back to purchase the next book. So contacting them and allowing them to reach out to you can be vital in making sure that fandom is strong. A blog with short stories will give readers something to interact with between books. Or if you're trying to build anticipation towards a book, maybe you have short stories within that world. Because if you give them a couple of things for free and they really like it, they're going to buy from you. This also gives new readers that might be in your audience a way to check you out passively without having to invest money in purchasing a book or reach out to you personally. This gives them an idea of your writing style 
so that they can become fans that much faster. You can also consider having a YouTube channel. This is a really good way for you to reach out, build an audience through book trailers, through readings, through mostly spoiler-free signings. The next thing we're going to mention is a big one. That is the newsletter. Having that newsletter will help you interact with other authors to cross-promote and keep things interesting in your own newsletter. We will have a little bit more about this in February. But some things that you can include in a newsletter are your book signings, any events, any launch dates, status of your work in progress. Brandon Sanderson has little loading bars for how far he is along in his upcoming books. It's another way to build that anticipation for what you're working on. In this workbook, we also have a section for beta readers. It'll look like an address book, so you have 10 or 15 people that you will have their name, the type of sensitivity that they might be looking for, contact information, and any other notes surrounding beta readers. We also have a place in here for you to create your personal writing author schedule. How many hours do you want to write a day, or do you want to do words per day? Having a schedule, having discipline, is going to be one of your best tools if you're trying to do this as a career. So not only when you're writing per week, but setting aside a certain day or a certain number of hours per week to do promotions, to reach out to agents or publishers to query your story, to look for short story contests you can enter doing any kind of behind-the-scenes work in order for you to build that brand and promote yourself. Having this written down, for me at least, helps me make it real, so I am more likely to stick to it. That's part of why it's in this book. And then the last thing we include in this book is a promotions calendar. This way you can mark out on Mondays, I want to do a promotion about my book. On Wednesdays, I want to do a promotion about an upcoming book. Saturdays, I want to do an author promotion, you know, what's going on in my life or whatever. This is not the same calendar as at the end of the last book, which has release dates and finish editing by this time and interview at this point. This calendar is more about what you're doing between books to maintain relationship with your audience. Overall, building an author brand is what's going to get your name out there. It's going to be people recognizing your name, and that will sell your books. So use this workbook to help create your presence online and in person so people know where to find you, how to find you, and they know what to expect. There's really no other opportunity to be more selfish than promoting yourself in this regard. So build your brand and write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 